0: Hello and welcome to the U Sports Done Right podcast. I'm Dan Harrison and I'm the Association Services Director for the MYS and I host this podcast. The mission of the Association Services is to provide resources that make your job easier, whether you're a parent, a coach, or a player. In this episode, I'm excited to continue our series of quick hitting segments where we share high performance coaching strategies and in how to format. We focus on a specific topic so they're easy to absorb and implement into your next practice. Grab a pen and paper and take some notes as we join Travis Rogers of MindWrite Training and discuss journaling and how his clients are using this tool to move their athletes and coaches towards optimal performance. Hello, Trav. How are you doing today?
1: I'm good, Dan. Thank you.
0: Good. I'm excited to be here today. I heard you saying before some things about performance and growth mindset. Today, we're going to unbox some of the tools that are involved with implementing this, aren't we?
1: Yes sir, Yeah, awesome. uh, a lot of tools hopefully coaches can take and implement tomorrow into practice plans, games, things they're doing to try to get young athletes to own a growth mindset.
0: Awesome, so tell me, we take the lid off the box, first thing on top for you today, what's the tool we're gonna start with?
1: We're gonna start with journals, so journaling uh, for young athletes, so Basically buying a notebook, um, having the kids buy themselves or their parents or supplying notebooks at at Shoreview each year. I buy 12 journals and put Shoreview Baseball on them and the kids just just love having those. Um, So it starts with a notebook and a pen or pencil. Um, And then there's a few things that that go into those journals. And again, just remembering coaches out there that it's trying to get kids to own this growth mindset um, focusing on controllable aspects, um, also building intrinsic motivation, which we'll talk about in another podcast. But so the things you want that, that you want to go in that journal. I love the kids to start with why they're playing baseball, first and foremost, so, so that they kind of reiterate that every season. Why am I engaged in this? The second thing is their goals. So the goals can be, and it's just the per, their personal goals, it can be outcome goals. If they write outcome goals, that's great. I want to hit for a certain average or hit so many home runs. But then the focus is the process goals. So then how are they going to achieve each one of those goals? So I, I like that. I ask the guys to write down, okay, I want to hit 400 batting average. Here's the things I need to do to do that. I need to be really focused at practice. I need to stay after practice and hit. I need to go hit with my dad. Again, focused on those process goals. So that's where kind of all starts: outcome, goal, process goals for the season. Why? Uh, why they're engaged in whatever sport it is they're engaged in. Um, from that, we can we can talk about practice goals. So before each practice, they'll write down in their goals for that practice. I want to get better at my backhands. Um, I want to get better at hitting the baseball the opposite field whatever it might be and then again their process how are they actually going to do that so they're starting to own their practice at this point they're starting to take control um, and understanding that the effort the work that they put in then they can get the outcome that they want it's not just relying on the coach um, to make sure they're practicing at a certain level or getting things done that, that done that they want to get done so again outcome goals for practice process goals for practice Um, After practice, have them journal again. What did they do well in practice today? What things did they work on? Did they get better? Things they want to work on at the next practice. Again, focusing on controllable aspects. Then we go to a game situation before games, the things that they want to have happen in the games. I want to hit two doubles in this game. What are the controllable things that will allow me to have the best chance of hitting two doubles? I need to take really good pre-game BP. I need to walk up to the plate with confidence, um, all those types of things. So again, some outcome goals for games, and then the process goals that will get them to the, to the best outcome. After the games, then they're writing in the things that went well. We talk about what went well and why. Why did they go so well? I got my two doubles. I did this, this, and this. Um, and then the things that they wanna work on going forward the things that they didn't do so well we like to just frame it as what do you want to work on going forward now they show up to the next practice they pull out their journal and they're like these are the things that i wanted to work on i need to get after those things this week so it starts to build this process of a growth mindset and that they have outcome goals they understand they have to work towards those if they don't go the way they want they need to put in more work Um, practices go much better they're focused much better in the games on controllable aspects so the journal is a is a game changer um, for anybody trying to develop a growth mindset but also for you coaches out there it's a game changer in the intensity level you'll have at practice Um, you can throw out you you know we're, we're we're working on a specific thing like our energy hasn't been that great at practice. I want all my guys to journal in. We're going to ramp up our energy. We'll maybe use a scale of 1 to 10. Let's all have a level 9 energy here today. So you can also mix in some things as a coach that you want to see happen and have them write those things down in the journal as well.
0: So when you start up a practice, you are specifically saying it's journal time. Is that correct?
1: Correct. So what I'll do is is before practice, I'll give the guys the practice plan. So I tell them the plan first, then I have them journal because if they want to work on hitting the baseball the opposite field, but we're having a defensive-only practice, that's not going to work out so great, right? So, so it gives them a good idea, a broad overview of what we're going to be working on the day, and then they can fine-tune what they specifically want to work on.
0: And then would you give them a prompt for kids? I assume that some of the kids when you start and some of our listeners' kids are going to be at different levels they might need some prompts, maybe, to know what to begin writing on or examples.
1: Awesome, yeah. So, so I was met with a fifth grade basketball team last night. Was talking to the coach about this journaling. Um, you, you know, at those younger levels, and, and everybody's different. But, but I suggested to him he has two or three things that he asked them to journal about. Right. So, so we're going to work on free throws today. Today I want you to put that in your, in your journal and say we're going to really work on using our legs when we shoot our free throws. Write that down. Um, he said his kids are kind of all over the place at practice, so we're going we're gonna to journal today. We're going to really work on our energy levels staying focused at practice. I want you to write that down. So again, um, for sure, you can, you can be real specific. Um, I love it, though. Even at, at the younger levels, when the kids start to own it a little bit, so so you could give them two or three things as you say, and then say, "I want you to write down two or three things more that are that you're owning yourself, that you're that you're taking care of at
0: this practice." Awesome. So we opened up the toolbox. We got off the top there. Now we opened up drawer number two. What's the next tool you're going to tell us about?
1: Um. So the next thing would would be having. Once you establish goals, so the next thing they have their personal goals, the next thing would be establishing team goals. So, sitting down with your team, asking what their outcome goals are for the season. So, what things do we want to achieve? It's a state winning a state tournament, win so many games, um, getting so many rebounds a game, so many steals a game, whatever. And again, try to let the athletes come up with these as much as possible. You can kind of steer them. Uh, but let them come up. We want them to own these goals. The big thing here then is then from our outcome goals, we figure out, again, the process for each one of those goals. So we want to win the state tournament. I had a team, another team last night. They said they want to win the state tournament in basketball. Okay, how do we achieve that, right? We have to work hard in practice. We have to get better on defense. We have to um, get better at rebounding. We break all those down into more controllable. So to get re- better at rebounding, we have to box out better. We have to uh, get back on defense faster. All these things are super powerful when you walk into practices. Um, so it really breaking down that process, and again, controllable aspects. A lot of them will say, like, in order to win state, we have to shoot better. Awesome, but what does that mean? right how do we get better at shooting just thinking it isn't going to do it what things do we have to do again work hard at practice have great effort great energy we have to get better at coming off picks um, these are all things we I talked about with the basketball team just last night and they start to say oh again oh this is where it's at if we want to achieve certain things like it's not going to be automatic it's not up to our coach it's up to us to define what this process really looks like.
0: So in, in effect, you've decided where you're going to and now you're drawing the map of how you'll get there.
1: 100%, 100%, really really well said, yeah.
0: So we've opened up a couple drawers of tools here. What's our, when we get into the next level of tools, uh, tell me a little bit more about that.
1: So as we break down um, the process, and again, the controllables, what I what I like to do is, is make up signs Um, So so I'll have our outcome goals for the season. We want to win state tournament. We want to win X amount of games. We want to hit 400 as a team. And then we put down our process goals on another sign. And I'm bringing these signs to every practice, every game. I'll break them down even a little bit further. If there's something that I really want to focus on as a coach, let's say it's... um, We've talked a lot in other podcasts about choosing your response. So something bad happens. I'll make a sign up that says "response" on it, or "what's our response," or "choose your response," and that'll be my theme for the week, possibly. Like that response sign will come to practices, come to games. So again, we're we're developing a growth mindset. We're putting uh, the controllable aspects at the forefront. To be honest, as a coach, it also makes me reiterate. What I want to do for that week, um, things I want to focus on, the big picture. Um, if if our young athletes can ch- choose their responses better in tough situations, big picture, not just athletics. What a huge, a huge value in that there is. I need to go back too. So one thing I missed was was as coaches we want to journal as well. Sure. So writing down our why at the beginning of the season. Why are we doing this? our outcome goals whether they're team goals or even personal goals i'll write down personally this is what i want to get out of this season um so our outcome goals and then our process i also like to write down at least four or five things um big picture things what i want these kids to really get out of this season whether it's physical development personal development learning to choose a better response, being more mentally tough, um, owning a growth mindset more. And I carry that journal with me wherever I go. I also journal before before and after practices and games, things that I wanna focus on. As a parent coach, it's huge, right? So, so, so I need to know, address my son a lot of times and write down in that journal, make sure I'm giving drew the same feedback that I'm giving to other kids. It's really, as you you know, as a, as a dad and a coach, we can have one set of rules for 11 of them, and <laughs> yeah. then our kid's different. And, and that can't be the case. That just can't be the case. And I'm talking about usually it's to the negative side with our own kids, right? So another thing I'll write down in my personal journal a lot of times is before each practice, one kid that I want to connect with So there might be some that I've connected with more. I'm going to connect with Johnny today. Like, I'm going to go down the line as they're warming up, and I'm going to connect with Johnny, ask him how his day was, you know, what his girlfriend's name is, whatever it might be. Little things like that um, are are hugely empowering for the whole season, for your team, but just for me as well, like making sure – I'm on that. As you know, sometimes we'll show up to practice too and we'll have a great plan written up. We've had a tough day. Our energy isn't bad. We're counting on the same thing for the kids. Like, where's your energy going to be today? But then we don't have the same level of energy. So that's something I'll write in my journal. What's my energy going to be today? How much uh, um, effort am I going to bring to this practice? Again, we talked about it in the last podcast. We need to model that you know it, it, yeah. so so that's hugely important too so going back to the the science sorry I jumped off topic there uh, but back to the science writing down anything as a coach that you want to focus on and again controllable aspects and bringing those signs with you to practice in games if you come to one of my dugouts there'll be four or five signs hanging up our outcome goals for the season our process goals for the season um Controllable things within this week or this game that we are working on. Um, so I, th- so I think again, it, 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 the kids see that and it reiterates these controllable aspects. And again, as a coach, even I see that and say these are the things that we're focused on right now.
0: It sounds like you take being mindful to the professional level of saying, "Hey, we're writing down what we're about. We have a plan, and as the leader, I have to be the one with the best plan."
1: Yeah. For. For sure. And again, it's, I don't know, sometimes as coaches we, we, we do, like, you need to do this. Don't worry about me. Like, that's not <laughs> that's not okay, right? And again, as they get older, 17, 18, there can probably be a little bit more of that. I don't know, you can speak maybe more to that than I can. But for sure, at from 10 to 15, 16, like, they are looking to us for for leadership. They're they're looking for us to how to build build these character skills. What are the traits that that we want them to build? We have to sh- show them those. We have to be leaders in those for sure. We can't just say, this is how you do it and I'm going to go act like a ding dong.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, it sounds like another part that says this can help with greatly is internal or intrinsic motivation that seems to be questioned or missing by a lot of people these days and asking where did that go why did we used to play for so much fun we were on the corner enjoying the game now it seems like that can be lacking
1: yeah there's and and i think we're going to do another podcast on that so check in for that one but but that's a huge thing um with with this generation the the intrinsic motivation has gone down and, and quite frankly and we've talked about it before and we'll talk about it again but um, without that intrinsic motivation um, they don't have the same drive they, they won't push for as long they don't enjoy it as much all, all these different reasons and we'll, we'll talk about it in a, in a future podcast um, one other tool at this point i've talked about this before is is using raise ups so after practices after games when we're in our little team huddle i'll ask the kids for raise ups They'll raise up one of their teammates based on a controllable. Great effort, great energy, um, super confident walking to the plate, choosing a really good response when an when a umpire referee made a bad call. They, they had great body language. Um, something like that are the raise-ups after, after. So I'll just say, hey, has anybody got raise-ups? And they'll say, I want to raise up Johnny for that amazing dive he had. He missed the ball, but his energy and his dive were fantastic, or something along that. Again, that's building on controllables, things we want the teammates to look for. The team I, I met with last night, I, I asked them, when do they get frustrated with their teammates? And we had this great list of frustrations. Uh, we had probably seven, I think, total, six of them were controllables i get frustrated when my teammate has a lack of effort i get frustrated when we're down by quite a bit and they give up um when they don't dive for loose balls i can't remember all of them but six of the seven the one that was that was that was tough was i get i get frustrated when a teammate misses a shot a wide open shot or a shot at the end of the game to win the game and that's tough obviously that's frustrating but we talked about, are they trying to miss that shot? That isn't something that they have control over, whether or not they miss that shot. So we need to understand that. And especially as coaches, we need to make sure our, our athletes understand getting hits is out of our control. Making baskets is out of our control. These things are with our, within our control. And again, having signs, um, having them promote these raise-ups at the end of the game of controllable things just reaffirms that, reiterates that.
0: Well, Travis, these are awesome tools. And I think one thing that strikes me as a coach is it really helps me to lay out sort of the format for my practices, what I'm going to say. I should be in a situation where I can actually eliminate most of the coaches having a 45-minute after-game speech, too. (laughs) Uh, But as you bring out these tools, I really appreciate it, and I think it helps uh, coaches, I think parents, athletes, all enjoy the sport and get more out of it, as well as reach that optimal performance that we're all looking for.
1: Awesome, yeah. Thank you.
0: Thank you. And thank you for listening. If you like what you hear or have a topic you'd like to hear discussed, please reach out to me at association at mys.org. I'd like to thank our guest, Travis Rogers of Mindright Training, for collaborating with us on this series. You can reach Trav at www. M-I-N-D-R-I-T-E-training.com. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please press like and share it with a friend and help us achieve our goal of improving the delivery of youth sports for parents, coaches, and players. I'm super pumped about our next episode, so be sure and check it out. Until then, this is Dan, signing off.